change like my dreams out of reach This pain and all this grief If you see God and you have to speak Tell him it's crazy in these streets Feel my pain and it's so You're on Pastor Phil Welcome to Church on the Block, real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets with my great co-host, Pastor Jay and Ruck Boy on Holy Culture Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 154. Church on the Block, you are on the right channel, Channel 140, Holy Culture Radio, Sirius XM. We are here on the box, 2023, you know what I'm saying? We're about to finish up 2023. Some of y'all are like, oh my gosh, I can't wait for 2023 to be over. Oh my gosh, I want to start it back over a brand new year. <laughs> and um, some of y'all are like, where did it go? Man, I didn't even get started yet because it just flew by so fast, man. And so our work today and throughout the rest of this time in uh, December is to look back at 2023 as we talk about you know, uh, the church on the block, real talk about hip hop, the church and the streets. Last week, we talked about the church and our 2023 observation of the various elements of the church, right? And what, what issues that are, that are there. And now we're talking about hip-hop. We're talking about Christian hip-hop, secular hip-hop. But looking back at 2023 and looking at artists, looking at different music, and we're going to go into that even more uh, uh, in, in, in a funky way. Uh, and, you know, we're trying to show, no, 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 this is not a diss show. We're not trying to diss the artist, but we're trying to just say, hey, Maybe there's a thought or two that might look different if you think of it this way. Um, then we'll come back next next week about the streets, man. We have uh, some some interviews with some young guys and and things like that. And then we may come back around to uh, some of our Palestinian brothers about about uh, all that's going on in Israel and all that stuff in the Gaza Strip like that. Just give you a little context, a little bit, so you can stay with us for a little bit as we wrap up this year. But right now, man, I'm, I'm in the studio. Um, Ruckus is caught in cyberspace. He can't get on. He's stuck. www.idontknowwhereimat.com <laughs> But no, he, he may try to jump in here in a little bit. But right now, we got um, my other host, Pastor Jay. What's going on, Yo, man? What's, what's up, happening? Pastor Phil? Glad to be on. DJ Ruckus, we hope you free. Get free. Free Ruckus. Free Ruckus. <laughs> uh, right, right. Yeah, man, I'm excited about this show, man. Lots happened this year um, in hip hop, um, in different realms, different areas. I'm excited about talking about some of the challenging things that happened, um, as well as I think some good things that happened this year that uh, that I hope will carry over into 2024. So, yeah, looking forward to it, man. Uh, I think last week was real good talking about the church, so I'm good to talk about hip hop. Just yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. So, sure. um, you know, as we talk about you know hip hop and talk about Christian hip hop, you know, um, Christian hip hop been around since '82 uh, mm-hmm. thereabouts is what what they want to you know you know lay claim to flame. You know, fame. Uh, we, you know, we got you had Michael P, Stephen Wiley, cats like that that were considered to be like the Curtis Blow of that time mm-hmm. and the Bible rap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but in those times, man, and in the times thereafter, man, there was not a lot of ways to know where to find this music at, where to connect with these cats at, man. Um, there was no real um, uh, pipeline, right? You had to almost like, you had to dig for it. You had to find where these cats are at. And sometimes if you are not like... Um, in this work full time, say youth ministry, um, you were just doing your regular job, going home, loving your family, but you never really knew that this stuff even existed. And then at the same time, there was this hateration on hip hop, right? We always talk about hip hop, you know, never started in the church. And so the church never really had a context for it outside of itself. <laughs> so it's one of those kind of things where 
looking at hip hop, we're going to go into 2023, but looking at it in, in its inception, right? These artists had nothing. They were scrappy. They were trying to make things happen. They were trying to get with uh, star song records, maybe at that time. Wow. You know, um, uh, DJ Rubber Dub with uh, uh, all them cats over that way, you know, all that kind of stuff that they were trying to make happen. Um, and they were still getting the word out. I mean, when you think about different events that were going on, even youth pastors were trying to get stuff going. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I can remember, um, like I didn't, I, I wasn't into Christian hip hop like in the eighties yet, right? Like I was in, in eighty two. I was three years old. Not saying no disrespect, but like, um, but like in the nineties, like late nineties is when I really, really got into Christian hip hop, even though I was already into hip hop. And I can remember what was so dope about it for me coming out of like just being a hip hopper and being a hip hop head was how underground these dudes were, like how underground right. these dudes were. That's what attracted me to it. It's like, yo, don't you, I know somebody, you know, none of y'all know, and they cold, you know what I mean? Like, so. Exactly. So dope about it, right? Like, and then you had to like, you had to be connected to this underground culture. You had to know where to find it. You know, I was in college. I was in Alabama, right? And so the, the deal was there was really no market, you know, for, Christian hip hop. It was it was barely a market for hip hop, period. But then Christian hip hop. So we were trying to figure out ways when we first started hearing about, you know, cross movement and Grape Tree Records and T Bone and Gospel Gangsters and all these people to even let alone hear about these guys because probably the only way you heard right. about them was like on a website or something. But you are MySpace. Oh, MySpace, right? Like you have to actually be able to get the music because there was no streaming. So, and we had no place in Tuskegee that like would have the music, right? So we're literally going to churches and saying, "Hey, would you set up a little small Christian bookstore at your church where we can order this stuff and have it delivered? We're gonna order it. We'll have it delivered to your church and we'll come pick it up." Like that's how thirsty we were. But it just shows like wow, the demand was great, right? Like we were the demand was so great that we were creating a market in our little town for people wow. to the point to where a Christian bookstore opened up, an actual one. Into <laughs> and then they always were like, "Okay, what's the next thing y'all want us to get?" But the crazy thing is, music didn't come out that much either, though. Phil, if you remember, right? like, so it wasn't true. like you had ten albums to choose from. I can remember right. one album at a time coming out like every three, four, five months, and sitting right. on my radio with a CD. And at that time, people put their lyrics in the book. So I'm teaching these young folks. Right. They put their lyrics in the jacket of the CD or in the book. Right. And I sat there with the CD player on the floor, and I read the entire thing while they were and memorized that joker. By the time I got my every word of the album had, you know what I'm saying? So I just think it's different when you think back on those days of even how music was released. Um, how you followed, you literally followed your favorite artists. You knew what they were going to be. You know, if if ever they were anywhere near you, you was trying to load up. We took a van, a group of us from Tuskegee, when Cross was <laughs> doing their Holy Culture, no, not Holy Culture, uh, what's the one before that? Uh, the one with, huh, what? Uh, human Emergency. The Human Emergency oh, 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 release yeah. party was in Philly. Yeah, One of the dudes that went to Tuskegee was from Philly. Oh, so we said, well, we got a place to stay. 
We're talking about 12 of us, like 10, 12 of us, right? We <laughs> rent a van together. All of us put our little college money together. We rent a van and we drive yes. to Philly. From Tuskegee. From Tuskegee, Alabama, for the human emergency album release concert. Sleep on Sam. Wow. Shout out, Sam, if you listen to the show, bro. We love you, man. To Sam, <laughs> mama, how she let us lay all on her floor, all that stuff, so we can go to the stage. But that was when you followed your favorite artist. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We was in there knowing every word to every song when them dudes performed. Right. You know? Right. It's right. just a different time. I mean, and the reality of what was out there to make something more public, you know, you had, um, you had, uh, you know, DC talk and they had, yeah. um, that was sort of, a, that was sort of a comfortable, uh, kind of Christian hip hop thing, but you followed them and then you find <clears throat> there's some other folks around them that may be in a different label or a different kind of deal, um, to connect with. I remember, you know, being in youth ministry <clears throat> in 87, man. And, I'm trying to get these kids plugged into different music and it's just hard to find. And then if you found something, it may not have been saying nothing. Right. Like It's like, okay, right. these kids are used to uh, whatever was going on at that time. <clears throat> and these cats weren't there yet with yeah. the content of what they were trying to do. Um, and just the evolution of, you know, how all that kind of got, got started and got, got moving. And, you know, a lot of things, just like, in, just like in regular hip hop, like, like, Labels kind of control mm. because they know the market, or how they're going to sell it, and who they're going to get it out to, um, to create a way in which there was a uh, uh, they can make money on the thing. Right. Mm. <clears throat> so a lot of artists, you know, even now still, they rely on the concerts and making that clean those clean dollars that way. But I think, you know, when there was no I mean, I, there was not like a, 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 a pathway, like there wasn't like a, a, a pastor of hip hop who's going to uh, minister to these cats while they're on the road and various things like that. I remember, <clears throat> I remember a DOC disciples of Christ. They came through in Kansas city. These mugs had uh, a van that they got from their manager. <clears throat> and, and, and part of the way on the way back from the concert they they did in Kansas city, the van broke down. And then uh, a, a lady friend that they had connected with in Kansas city on her credit card, she bought them a new engine for the van <laughs> <clears throat> trusting in the Lord. Um, and they got on it. <clears throat> Got that new engine, got on the road, and they kept traveling. And they had like a, uh, like a, uh, a pastor person who was kind of being there with them, shepherding them, making sure they was like staying on the right path and various things like that. But it wasn't like <clears throat> any real, any real structure. Everything was kind of like, like, like how hip hop got yeah, started. Nobody yeah, knew, yeah. you know, this, you know, you know, Skiller Rock, or Scooby Doo. Like nobody, where we're gonna put this stuff at and. Um, but even in a much more complicated way because it was not in the church and it wasn't all about Jesus. It wasn't gospel choir singing, whatever. Then Muggs was like <clears throat> even pushing back, you know, even even further. So Muggs had to really be grassroots yes. and trying to get, get the name out that way, right? And then and then I think even as stuff began to, to move, we're looking at um, just this move of hip hop and looking, <clears throat> using this as a platform to talk about the movement of artists in 2023. There is this... Uh, uh, like relevancy, you know, hip hop has to stay real relevant, I think, and respectful. Uh, and and there was this, there was this gimmickish kind of vibe, like like you're always going to have some of that entertaining parts. Yeah, MC Hammer. For me, in engaging the culture for serving young people and helping young people, you know, recognize God in the midst of this, there was this whole like T Bone came on. And when when he came on with Miracle Assassin, it was like a whole nother California beach style. The cats were like, "Uh oh, we gotta step our game up, right?" And 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 
Then you had uh, Dynamic Twins. They was, you know, Cali. But still, nobody was out there pounding the radio stations with it. You know, it was had, you know, maybe some Christian station would play it, you know, periodically. Um, but it was just this uh, constant effort to say something of some substance because they knew <clears throat> that there wasn't a pathway. If you ain't saying it of some substance, you may not get another shot again. You know, you 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 could have a song on there that may be kind of funny, um, but even in the midst of that, I still had to say something because of the culture of the church and the church people had to demand that because they were not used to this to this right. hip hop. What, right. what is it? Right? right. You know, I remember when um, when um, uh, um, PID came out. You know, and 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 they were so. Like there was such a disconnect of relevancy. I remember Scott McDowell, they were on a tour with Scott McDowell, PID, and he was so mad at them. He thought they were pelvic inflammatory disease. He thought that's what the name oh, of their wow. group. <clears throat> that's how disconnected here, here he is at that era, Scott McDowell, the apologist yeah. of the generation, yeah. you know, yeah. going around doing tours on apologetics. And and he's going back snapping on they're like, no, it means preachers in disguise. They were like, so but that's how this guy, legendary dude, speaking of saw hip hop, you know the industry and everybody else is like, yo, this is that way. <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> like, I just, I think, you know, it explains the trajectory of, of, of Christian hip hop for a little while where, you know, it went from let's just be who we are for the Lord to <laughs> let's somehow let, get the church to accept us, right? Like that's the that's the trajectory it went on for a little while. Um, and, and and that's what I'll say I appreciate a lot about the artists of today is that mm. they are not bound by that. Like they're not bound by this, you know, I want I want the church to accept me. Like they, it, you can be somebody that's like super like, you know, um, accepted by church maybe because of, of how you write and what you say and all that. Or you could just be somebody who just makes good music and is an artist and but loves the Lord. And, and all of that is accepted now. And I think um, there was a time where it was an either or when you had like the the more, you know, uh, churchy versus the like, are we still battle <laughs> and, and we real MCs who just be at the club, but we love Jesus too kind of guys. So like, right. um, you know, Tunnel Rats was, was over there and then, oh, you know, yeah. Crockett was right. over here or whatever, whoever you want to use. And <clears throat> I'm thankful that I feel less of that dichotomy now. And I hope that they don't think that you know, us old heads are like trying to bring that back up. That's not what we're bringing up when we talk about right. Like, we want people to be solid. What we're saying is we want you to be solid in every day, like in your own life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because we believe that will be a reflect that will be reflected in your art. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Jesus I mean, for minutes. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> right, right. I mean, you have folks. Um, Holy Hip Hop Awards. Yes. So folks are trying to find a way, right? Try to find a way to affirm, get people's attention. Yeah. Folks rapping in South by Southwest and yeah. uh, having a different set, you know. And, and then there was an effort to uh, different youth pastors and folks asking, like, yo, what is this about? Like, are you about, is Christian hip hop about the streets and getting folks to, you know, to know Jesus as evangelism? Are you about the church uh, categorizing to disciple people? Mm. Are you about like industry? You're trying to make money. You know, all these particular variables, there was still an unknown right. um, as it was kind of moving forth. You know, I think, I think now, like you say, there are artists that are about um, being creative, yep. uh, you know, taking a uh, different kind of risk, uh, even how they say and what they say. And, you know, some of these cats are young in their own, you know, connection with the hood or the streets or connecting with wannabe 
uh, a word on the street and, and, and they're saying things that may be relevant. <clears throat> you know, hip hop has always had its coded language, right? And so they're even saying stuff in coded ways on the street that, that the church may not necessarily always even get, even, I was supposed to be a Christian MC. What does he mean by that? Right. Right? He's using right. metaphors, similes, and different words, he wordplay, you know, and now it's like, <clears throat> I don't know, is that a Christian thing? That folks can come back to that because they feel some kind of unsafe unsafe vibe uh with it but it's just it's 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 one era looking back at it as we go into the you know other parts of the show where they had limited resources to do what they did and they and they made a way you know it's kind of like um you know uh lebron winning the winning the the uh, scoring champion beating kareem abdul jabbar mm-hmm. will chamberlain somebody but they didn't have threes back in the day because they didn't have three if they would have had threes and they were scoring like they were Man, it had been like 60,000 points he would have been scoring, right? And so when you look at what cats are on now, they got no threes. And back back in the day, they had no threes. They mm-hmm. they were trying to burn them CDs and, 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 and get them out. And maybe a label would listen to them or whatever they had to, you know, uh, do to get on that label. And even though it had to, wasn't necessarily hip hop to them, but right. it was getting them in the door. Um, you know, you have... Uh, 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 an evolution of cats, even in that time, who said, I'm going to take a risk at it. ETW had a song called Ain't Nobody Dying But Us. Mm-hmm. You know, we kill our own. Then they had an album called Psychosocial Theo Ghettopathic, right? They, they, some kind of, somewhere along the, uh, along the line, they felt we got to be true to who we are and true to, true to this culture of hip hop. You know, that's the part that I think sometimes um, that we don't want to whitewash hip hop. Yeah. You know, we don't want to yeah. be like, just do this at hip-hop let, let, let the culture be organic and real in and of itself while uh folks are uh uh being being real and relevant and, re- and respectful in that, in that space I man i think sometimes there's a there is a, a there was once at least a, a little of fear you know then there's some artists that just you don't hear about it anymore because they fought and fought and fought linda bossier is one is one cat who back in the day who was doing some stuff i mean cats were still doing a thing like cory red he's still doing his thing right but didn't get that <laughs> approval in those circles like that, right? But when you hear Corey, it's like the deepest stuff, the most funkiest stuff, the most real stuff is like, and it's relevant all all the time. And it's one of those kind of things like, man, where is he at? Why, why isn't his stuff out yeah. there that way, you know? Well, I'll say this, Phil, as we close out this section and get ready for our, our next part before we take a break. Yo, I really want to talk a little bit about how Christian hip-hop seems to be leading the way and holding uh, hip hop as a whole accountable for 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 what we're saying and what we're doing. So yeah, I know where we're going yeah. and who we're we'll talking about. So you don't want to miss the right. next part. Come back and join us as we get into this. <laughs> Church. Yeah. church on the Block. We'll be right back. You're listening to Church on the Block. Real talk about hip hop, the church, and the streets. We'll be right back. Holy Culture Radio, Sirius XM Channel 154. Come right back. Devos and more. Stay connected. Get the app now so you don't miss a thing. Visit holyculture.net. We are back, man. Church on the block. Real talk about hip hop, the church in the streets. I'm Pastor Phil. Pastor Jay's in the studio. Ruckus is in the quantum realm. Um, he'll be with us uh, <laughs> when he can get out of the quantum realm. Um, <laughs> We are looking at 2023, looking back at 2023, and looking at hip hop as we talk about hip hop, the church, and the streets. And we're just talking about how one, our earlier cats did so much with so little. No, 
There were no Boost FM, were no Holy Culture Radio. Uh, there were things out there that were trying to get going. Internet wasn't as as fervent as it is now. And uh, it seemed as if uh, that because they had like one shot to really make this happen, this the 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 way in which they did it, the substance in their stuff, how they were doing it, it was um, it had to come, and then and then it had to come. They had to come with it, and then you had then you have uh, um, cats who had to feel like they had to compromise their music because they were. Um, uh, trying to get with these labels, embarrassing like that. Now we have Boost Radio. We got so much stuff. Some stuff I probably don't even know about yet, man. Crazy. They got they got Twitch, Mug got Twitch stations and all that kind of stuff, man. And <laughs> I just wonder, are we doing so much more with all the more that we have? You know, mm-hmm. coming back from Africa at various times, it always convicts me. Like we do so little with so much, you know, and then they do so much with so little, right? And so how can we have that kind of attitude? I'm looking at that with, 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 with hip-hop and looking at are the artists that are out now taking full advantage of what it is that they have lyrically, artistically, um, theologically, you know, and and publicly, I guess, getting the stuff out there um, in such a way where it doesn't always have to just be on a Christian radio station. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, there's probably certain dynamics that folks got to do, whoever they're paying, labels and artists. I don't know all that particular dynamics, but I remember going to the station, it'd be like going to the record label or going to the record store. At that time, the CDs was like black gospel and gospel. Yeah. Like, why Why do we, why we got to have yeah. a separation yeah. of that? I get it. Oh, this is what a gospel music with black folks saying, you know, it's white folks, the Gaithers type style, I guess, but it's all the gospel. And so when I when I look at that, um, you know, in comparison to uh, artists and what they're saying, if it's hip hop and it's good and the music is, let, let it be, let it be aired, let it be rocking. So, um, having to, um, you know, give cats that opportunity, that airspace, that has never been necessarily as natural uh, to do. And yeah. you probably all kind of reasons why. But are, do you think artists now, uh, Jay, are taking advantage of the platform that they have uh, lyrically, theologically, you know, artistically? Yeah. Um- well, I, I I will say like I'm not a I won't consider myself a guru on this generation and how they're using the platforms because people could probably tell just from my examples I use when I'm talking about <laughs> hip hop that that I'm more of a like an earlier listener um, and haven't been listening as much to Christian hip hop now I'm trying to get better. You know, Holy Culture Radio is a station you got to listen all the time right here on Channel 140 because we got yeah, yeah, yeah. for you. Uh, but what I'm thankful for is, like I said earlier, I think I do I do see some creativity and I definitely uh, have found artists and I'm like, okay, I, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. But I do think as a whole with what I've been listening to that a lot of it still sounds like it's just a replica of what we hear in mainstream hip hop versus wow. the creativity that I think could come if people were just making good music, just make good music. Mm-hmm. Don't just make mm-hmm. music that sounds like what the world is saying. Good. Just, just make the music you make. And, um, right. and so I, I, in that way, I don't think, I don't think we're using the creativity to the level we could. There are artists out there, you know, you were just talking about Derek Minor, like his his music is way different than what it was back in the day, right? Like he's evolving. Right. Canon, right? They're evolving. You can, you yeah. can hear their music evolving over time. Um, and I think 
we may see that too with this younger generation. Like you might be making music right now that still sounds like the same kind of mumble drill type stuff now. But I feel like as they mature and as they get older, they'll 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 create get more creative too. Um, yeah. I, but I also feel like uh, like we're not maximizing um, all these platforms and social media and 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 even like the the vid- I think the visual aspects. Of what's available mm-hmm. now, you know, making you know visual albums and all the creative ways you could do that. Man, I'd love to see more of that stuff happening. Or mm-hmm. you yeah. look at an artist yeah. like Chance, and you know, and I know he's not like the hottest thing out no more, but like you know, he's using like visual art and music together. So you have a visual artist mm-hmm. painting, and then he's making a song to go with it. That's creative to me, right? Like that, right. that's just thinking outside the box. You know, even uh, when y'all went to Ghana that first time, and just creating a whole festival, right? Like right, right. African culture, that type of thing. I think that's what I'd like to see at Christian hip hop as well. Like I feel like people got the means and opportunity because like you said, there's threes now, right? Like there's a whole different right. game. So I'd like to see mm-hmm. more of that. I think the number one thing I'd like to see creativity happen is more social, uh, like really good social commentary or what's happening right. in the world through Christian hip hop. Uh, yeah. What are people dealing with? We're talking about things like mental health issues, talking about, you know, um, what's going on in the, in the neighborhoods, talking about family issues, talking about right. what it means, you know, more social commentary so that people understand how the gospel is applied to your regular life. So I'm uh, not saying there's none. I'm not saying people aren't doing that. I'm just saying I'd love to see more of it. That's all I'm saying. So I know um, that's, that's the type of stuff I'd, I'd love to see more of, you know, and uh, and I, I definitely gotta gotta boost my listening in order to to be able to to be an authority on any of that. But but I appreciate I mean, the people out there. And it's crazy because there's so many new art, <clears throat> so many new artists, so many artists like coming out. <clears throat> and the ladies, the female MCs are coming coming yeah, taking through. Taking over. Right, right. Love it. Been waiting, been waiting, been waiting, and, and I'm sure <clears throat> they've been waiting. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they they like we've been out here, but uh, anybody would give us. A, the door, so they just coming through, coming the door, waving the go flow, That's not it. the photo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they doing but, it though. Yeah, and, and and I say that like compliment what you're talking about. Like that's that's the part I'm saying. Like we got this great platform, more welcoming platform. Um, people are creative on how to finance these platforms, so where it's not like, well, we don't know how long this station gonna last, but they get real commercials on it. They got real stuff moving, but, but. Socially, are there are we challenging the paradigms of be? You know, I mean, you got certain cats, and you know, and when Lecrae came out with his album and got you know a lot of diss around um, uh, his speaking the truth about the the challenges yeah. with Christians. Oh, we need yeah. more of that. I mean, <clears throat> we may talk about the church and talk about believers because we love them and love ourselves. But it's not about like not holding uh, folks accountable and walking in that space. It's one of the kind of things where it is. Uh, it is a new, new day, and and yes, we need to have good theology in the midst of that. But sometimes that theology may have to come second to where people are at. That's right. And being able to be being, being able to be relevant in, in in that space, man. And you know, I get I get you want the quality of the album to come out, but maybe you do a, a you, you stuff with Gaza, stuff with stuff was happening in, in Israel and uh in, in Palestine. Maybe you in Palestinian. Maybe you 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 do a little. Uh, quick 16 bars and throw it out there on social. I don't know, but something where there is um, 
a need for us to have a voice in. And because hip hop is so potent and so relevant that uh, doing that in a creative way can create um, a new awakening and, and start moving the church and the people of God in ways like, man, I never thought about. We need to really move beyond only talking about abortion. There's, there are, what about the, when the child is born? Are we able to find ways to support the child educationally? All these other kind of things like that. So I guess in some regard, that's kind of what I'm meaning. These, these platforms <clears throat> didn't exist before as much. And most, I feel in some regards, had to be safe to rap about what they knew that the church would want and hear. And then it was, you know, like we talked about before, is there, is this Christian hip hop for the church or is it for the streets? Um, and then now we got all this mad space. And I'm not saying that there are not artists out there doing that. I just know that um, that may not be as typical. You know, that may not be as typical. You know, you got Show Baraka, man, you know, uh, talking about the bullet or the ballot. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's, it's out there. And there's young cats out here that's talking good stuff, too. Like, um, and I love it. You know, I just, like I said, I just want more of it, right? Like push. Yeah. One of the things I love, like, it's not Christian, but when Nas started making a whole lot of music, when he started working with Hitman and all that stuff, he was just like, yeah. yo, if you're still alive, you're still an artist, still make music. You know what I'm saying? Like, just make music, you know? And I right. feel like that's how I feel about hip, Christian hip hop sometimes. It's like, yo, just make music. Like, make right. music, put it out there. Think about it. Be, be, you know, be creative. Be smart. Be whimsical. Do all the things that you need to do. But like, don't right. get paralyzed by like, oh, this got to sell or this got to hit. Like, just do your yeah. thing, man. I want people to get out mm-hmm. there and make some good music. And I'm freaking speaking to myself too when I'm saying that, man. I mean, you know, it's like, yo, be who you mm-hmm. are, um, right? And and, yeah. and, and and believe God's gonna bless that. So, um, yeah. But yeah, I do. I do believe we could definitely. Probably, I mean, us as preachers, we could be saying the same thing, Phil. Like we not, no doubt. No, yeah, I was gonna say preachers, same thing, right? We're right. not using our, we're not using the technology to the capabilities we could and do the things right. we need to do, and we know that. So it's like right. this. I mean, it's the same thing. We need to do more. Right, right, yeah, right. More, man. <clears throat> now, what are some things uh, that are also um, happening now where there's folks are using a platform out there? Yeah. And they're turning and they're turning some heads. Yeah, they're, man. They're, they're you know what I'm going, man. Like I tell you, yeah. I have <laughs> been so impressed. Our boy, man, we hung out earlier this year with our yeah. boy D one. He came to Chicago, man. Concert. Did a concert. Uh came out here and kicked it with us. Uh he was here with the firehouse first and then stayed over and did our one Lawndale service. And and then we went out to uh the which one was the LL Cool J one? Uh LL. Yeah, yeah. We went to that concert together, man. And and just to see what he's doing now, man, like how he's just asking for accountability in hip hop, man. Like I, I thought it was yeah. dope. Now, you know, people have their different feelings about like whether he should have called people out by name and all that stuff. That's not the point of me, my point at all. My point is a Christian hip hop artist who is explicitly saying, I love Jesus, I run with right. Jesus, and I want and I'm a hip hopper, is it's making so much noise in the culture that artists who normally would not even be paying attention to somebody right. in our genre are responding, are being called accountable, are being trying to held, trying to be held accountable. And artists who um, probably are taking a hit in their own following are affirming them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, because, yeah. you know, cla- you know, real icons, you know, I saw a video of DMC was like big up in him. I saw him with Nas. You know that Sway's been doing it. Um, the hip hop right. architect just hit him up with thousand dollars for his new album. You know, from right. Miller to Harvard, like it, he making some noise, man. I think twenty twenty three is showing us that like 
this is his lane. That's what he feels like he's been called to do. And that's why I feel right. like he's being creative. He's using his platform in a way that's different. And it's making mm-hmm. some noise, you know? And I think, I remember when, uh, I think Mike Dyson was talking about hip hop <clears throat> being accountable for his lyrics. I think Cornell came out. And I think around that time, Walmart said, you know what, we're going to have the uh, edited version or the, the the clean version. You know, so even now when you buy stuff on, on Apple, it'll be like, you want the right. stream version, you know, or you want to. So that era, <laughs> that that level of accountability uh, was kicking in that way, right? And uh, sometimes, you know, you know, <laughs> cats make money, they think they got, right? And they can say what they want to say and how they want to say it without real, you know, any real thing. When, and when D1 was talking about, man, I listen to y'all, man, I yeah. like, you know, I'm with, it ain't like I'm dissing y'all because I don't, y'all whack artists. Yeah. And then, and then Mo's going to talk about how many turkeys they give away. Man, he wasn't even talking about turkeys, man. He wasn't even talking about turkey. Um, so it was one of them kind of things where, where that level of social commentary, mm-hmm. you know, that level mm-hmm. of accountability, um, bringing that out, you know, through our rhymes and through through artistry, right? Right. Do a do a a, a YouTube listening party, you know, where you listening. It's recorded. It's all and it's all vibing, and then y'all talking about the thing, getting people online talking about it as well. But that level of of, of social engagement really demands a uh, an awareness of what socially is going on, That's right? And the, and and the and the critical work of bridging the two, so that you're not just giving. Um, well, just try Jesus, right. you know. Uh, right. And 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 you know, though there's some reality in that space, um, when you're hungry and you're living in a tent and you're from another place. Yes. Um, Try Jesus got to bring my my daughter sick. That's right. Where, where, right. How do I get some medicine for her? Like, and then we 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 gotta. That's the work that it, that it takes. But we need to you know even challenge um, more artists in that way. And I think that um, you know it's not like artists haven't done this before. Again, True. in one era, absolutely. But they didn't have the platform like this, yes. right? They didn't have a platform yes. like that, right? Yes. So find it away in your niche. Not I mean, not everybody can do everything. I'm gonna do. Um, this and the ed- bogus education and bogus economics and women's rights. Find that lane where you're passionate in as an artist <clears throat> and bring about some conviction in that space, right? Even to the degree where you're ready to take a hit for it because of other artists maybe in the same uh, genre or, or, you know, other um, artists outside of that, whether it's um, uh, the artists that, that are out there doing that kind of stuff, right? You know, I think, I think when you look at... Um, um, rock music. Nobody's holding rock music account. Right. I mean, like, right. Uh, right. I'm gonna cut the baby up and feed it to your grandma. Right. <laughs> it reminds um, me. You remember back in the day when um, I think it was KJ52. I hope I ain't making this up. But he like he did a song called Dear Slim or something. And he was because people kept saying he was sounding like Eminem back in the day. And so he did a song yeah. where he literally wrote. He wrote a song to Eminem. Like right. you know, I don't know if Eminem right. ever responded or heard it or anything. I don't remember. It was so long ago. Right. But like. That's what I see with D1, except what I love about D1 is he adds the social commentary to it. It's not just, hey, I want you to know Jesus. It's, wait a minute, Meek Mill. Like, you got out of jail and said you were all about prison reform. And now you're doing all these things and holding these conferences and all this stuff about prison reform. And then when you drop a song, you're talking about right. people and blah, 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 blah. Or, um, you know, and then, and so I just think, you know, that holds more weight because what you're saying is right. you're you you trying to you're you're promoting one thing 
right. with your life. And then in your artistry, you're saying something different. And I love that he pulled out this narrative of you've got to remember that your music is not just entertainment anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially when you get to be a certain age and you have a certain kind of like notoriety in the yeah. game. Because now it's other artists that right. are trying to be like you, not just a listener, but yeah. the artists who are saying, oh, you're my favorite artist. I'm going to pattern myself after you. So right. I thought that, that right. was dope. And, uh, and the fact that, you know, I mean, the bottom line, uh, the the whole idea of not being afraid, like I don't really care what y'all say or <laughs> or how you right. respond, like this is truth. I think right. it, it emboldened me as a preacher to be like, yo, you just got to speak truth, man. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And love. And he was loving them dudes. I'm not saying this because... Yeah. I hate you. I don't like you. I'm saying it because I love you. That line, I love right. you too much not to tell you the truth. Right, 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 right. That was, right. That was heat, man. That was heat. So, yeah. 2023 brought Yeah. I mean, I pray that in the midst of that, looking at 2023, that that could be the jump off for other artists. Yeah. Not to piggyback on some, I'm biting yeah. the same way, yeah. but but like, hey, um, women exploitation and yeah. hip hop or whatever it might yeah. be. Yeah. Um, is a space that you want to bring about a real awareness that this bogus and holding hip hop, holding hip hop accountable. Muggson can rhyme about real stuff on the streets and relationships or whatever, but in the same time, being able, being able to be uh, held accountable. There's, there's a brother named Mars, man. <clears throat> um, he rapped with uh, um, Tech Nine, right? And they would go on tour. And then when Mars became a believer, he was still has obligated this concert to these tours. So he going on these tours and he would rhyme and stuff and he'd say, I don't believe nothing I just rapped about, y'all. It's about Jesus Christ. And that boy, <laughs> he'd come back saying, man, you can't keep doing that. Yeah. You can't keep doing that. It's like, wait a minute. Let me evolve. Let me let me recognize where I'm at. And, and that space, like this stuff is death. Yes. I'm trying to bring life now, you know? Um, and so um, just the reality of having that level of boldness in 2023, yeah. we want to charge, charge and challenge artists in that space. Yo, Church on the Block, Stay right there. We got more for you. Church on the Block. We'll talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets. Pain and all this grief. If you see God and you have to speak, tell him it's crazy in these streets. Feel my pain. Church on the Block, man. Real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets. Holy Culture Radio Channel 140. Sirius XM. We back at you. And we're talking about a look back at 2023 around hip-hop. And we just talked about how the OG started off with a little piece of paper. I remember we did a concert, Gospel Gangsta. Somebody got one out the window, set it on fire, threw it back at us. I'm like, dang. <laughs> um, so I'm like, y'all, y'all like the fire the plug up, but but it was a it was a it was a you know scrappy way to get the word out, get music out, and how they did in some regard, did a lot with so with so little. And then now we talked about how artists have so much. And uh, are they doing are they doing more with challenging artists to 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 look at what social issues that are going to be there? Because guess what? You're not always going to be rapping. Mm. Right. You got artists. You got artists now, whether they're, you know, secular or, or Christian artists that have got foundations and doing something with their money to know that, hey, I got to do I got to be accountable a, l- a little bit more to do some more things uh, to make a difference. We want your music to mimic that as well. You know, um, at that space. Now, now, man, in this section, we're going to talk about tours and venues and 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 really um holding christian mcs accountable yeah, right yeah. um there is just like there are new platforms on radio and 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 shows like this and other opportunities and stations like this um where guys and ladies can get out and get their get their stuff out music out but then when they get asked to be somewhere right 
has to go somewhere. And I ain't trying to take no, no food at somebody's mouth. But man, we really need you to understand the, if you haven't experienced the cost of ministry and those who are asking you to come, um, you might need to spend a little bit more time in understanding what that means, right? Um, you may get asked for and ex- get exactly what you want at another venue because that's the budget. They get money from AT&T or whatever they're getting it from. And so you can hit them up, right? But then when it comes time to where the rubber meets the road and folks can't drive to some farm, some festival and see you outside, right? Who may really need this impact of what you're trying to say. And may not ever hear it or not hear it enough. There needs to be a way in which folks can reach you and really make a bridge happen with the people. And when you come into the city, man, come to the schools. Come and say, use me. Where, where, what schools can I go to? Can I go to the juvenile detention center? Can I go to the prison? Can I go to the corner? Can I go to the block? I mean, not that you are going to be there every day. They, I mean, hopefully the organizations have been on the block and they're like, we'll never see y'all. Who is y'all? Why y'all got this rap out here waking me up? I got to go to work. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it's a righteous organization that are already interwoven in the community. And it's like, oh man, here comes so-and-so and them. There's already going to be that marriage. But the reality of, of really seeing ministry beyond just a microphone, mm-hmm. that, 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 that part there from the economics of it, <clears throat> hey, it's going to cost this much for me to come. I'm a package it all together with the flights too. And a hotel. So it's all this one price. Cool. You know, and I'm going to bring whoever I'm going to bring on that same ticket. Cool. You know, hey, have you ever thought about um, partnering with other churches to combine with the price? Some kind of way maybe they can think. I ain't trying to say maybe it's 20 grand in this other spot. Maybe it's just five at the other spot. But you might even want to put in your thing. Hey, I'm coming to this festival. Um pay for two tickets for me to go to this other place that's, that's in your city, but they can't come this that's way. It. I mean, uh, you know, something that creates a place where ministry can really take off and, and be impacted. Cause if you don't, if you don't do that kind of work, I think, right. You, you're going to all put yourself in a box of those who can really reach you and connect with you in that spot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, man no, that, I, I think you hit it right on the head. You know, you know, we definitely have a, uh, a soft spot ourselves as as pastors who've been in you know in the in the, in the city for the whole entirety of our ministries, right? Right, um, right. But we've been grinding, and it's and it's difficult. Like he's right. Like we don't want to. We're not trying to tell you what to charge nobody. We're not telling you what your worth is. None of that. But what we're saying is, is like how can we think creatively about making sure that the spaces that are often missing but may need it the most. Um, get an opportunity to hear from these gifted, amazing exactly. artists, these gifted men and women of God who got words to say, because like the cats on our block don't get to hear it often. You know what I mean? They don't get to see, they don't get yeah. the value of, I'll never forget when KRS-One was here at the firehouse, man. Like, like man, it was on the street. Fact, you know, he didn't have to rhyme nothing. He did, but it was just a fact that like KRS-One yeah. thought enough to come right. and be right here in North London and right here in Inglewood and hang with the people and right. hang out and slap hands and say what's up. And you know what I mean? Like there's something that that does to a community that often feels neglected or feels like people don't care about it. And right. How much more should we as the people of God, like representatives and messengers of Jesus, be doing that? Man, we right. need to be coming to these small churches. We need to be going to these ministries, schools, as he talked about, any space you can go. 
where you can be the light um, that, God, that that God has called us to be, man, and, and and figure out ways, you know. And I do think there are ways, you know. There are ways to to put things in your rider. If a if a more if a church with a bigger budget or or a festival with a bigger budget is gonna bring you, like Phil said, hey, I'll take five thousand off if you will help yeah. me get to, you know, a space in your city where you know. Uh, I could be of, of of help, or do you have relationship? You know what I mean. Just just yeah. pushing pushing the envelope for the people with means to help you get to folks without means, right? And here's the other piece: most of us that are doing this in hip hop come from them places. Let's just be real. Like, <laughs> right, 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 you, right. You're trying to figure out where that is, or who those people are, or where those churches, ministry, schools, whatever are. You already know. Right, right. You know what I mean, like them, your people. And so my thing is, right. like, we should be thinking about that on the front end. Like, that's right. that's who we should be prioritizing, and then be playing Robin Hood with the other things. You know what I mean? Like, you should mm-hmm. be playing Robin Hood <laughs> exactly. with the large festival that can bring and pay twenty thousand dollars, so you can use that to yeah. come to the spot where you know you need it the most. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just want us to be proactive about it. Um, I will never forget. I know we told this story on this show before, but the first time um, Lecrae was was in Chicago, man, I got so oh, man, much yeah. respect for him, man. I, I will never forget it. Black party yeah. over there, over in Inglewood at our church, man, he doing real talk. Kids didn't know who he was, laughing, walking away. He was rapping like it was a thousand <laughs> people out there, man. It's hard. Right, people right, had him right. at the McDonald's over there on Roosevelt, man. He rapping like it's <laughs> like it's. Uh, Carnegie Hall or Madison Square Garden, mm-hmm. man. It's just people getting right. Big Macs and looking at him like he's crazy, you know? But <laughs> right, he, right. we knew then that he loved this. This was who he right. was and what he was called to do. And it, it only makes right. sense to me to see him where he is. Because right. Right. he knew what he was called to do and who he was called to do it for. You know what I mean? So, right. um, yeah, I just, I just hope. And I'm not saying that just because you... Um, Sacrifice in the beginning, God gonna bless you, and you're gonna be like some big time star later. I'm just saying, I <laughs> right, know right, that right, right. in my heart of hearts that He's a real brother who really loves people because I saw it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, um, yeah. And I just want that to be the story for for all of us as we represent Christ. So yeah, I mean, the the root of what you what you started when you was in the room in the basement writing yeah. this stuff and trying to come up with the lyrics. Who is it to? Who's in front of you? I remember when I was, you know, uh, going to Tony Evans pastor conference, he said, man, sit six people around you, a senior citizen, a single parent, um, a teenager, somebody just got out of the joint, send a business, but put them all around you and say, how will this text mm. make sense to that community? Right. there?" There's six people doing that as you're rhyming. Maybe you're doing it in your own mind from the, the, the world you came from. Mm. <clears throat> but as you do that, then don't forget that same community too when it comes to the practical outworking of what it means to do ministry in that space. Like make it a cause. Like there's a friend of ours that does things so unique because he's um, also earthy and he's conscious of the earth. He'll say, look, on his rider, it's like, hey, if you're going to make shirts for me, get used shirts and make them. I mean, he's like even think, don't don't pollute the world with more shirts if you got it. It's just beautiful. And the other things that are very thoughtful in what he put into play. Maybe you put in your rider, hey, I need to be at one school. Yeah. Find yeah. one school for me. Yeah. Like, I want to be at a school. I don't care. It was 10 kids of a 1,000 kids. I don't care. You're not going to make it a big, complicated buy, buy a rent or yeah. sound system. Yeah. I'll rap without no sound system. Then what happened? It keeps your feet to the ground. Keeps your head to the You know, I remember artists, I would say, man, have you done ministry? Yeah. Like, like, what are you saying? Like, 
what have you have you ever said what you just said to a kid mm-hmm. um at the bus stop and said you know this language that you use in this right. in this in this song right. so right. <laughs> it just creates this like disconnect and so looking at 2023 man there's a lot of of course opportunities and access but man make them that's what i'm talking about maximizing that access by saying i did your concert on sunday you know, blah blah blah, and let me do this thing on Monday for free. Mm-hmm. Now, they, if people if people pay, now they get a double double impact at this other spot. Because I know people are like, well, they got to pay tickets, and I get to recoup my money. I get the business of it, right? Um, but being able to have a way in which um, you put that in there so that you can stay uh, true to who uh, you're 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 serving in, in in the midst of it, and you don't know even if it ain't folks who ever listen to to to, to your music. It is now uh, an option for them. Now they heard you because you you created a space at the Juvenile Detention Center. You created a space at a um, at another church or another another space where where folks would have never been able to be exposed to that. Now they're looking you up. I mean, being creative even with your music to where hey, uh, I did a I, I did a thing for Straight Ahead Ministries. I don't know if Jay you did it, but uh, Scott Larson had me do four little mini sermons while COVID was happening. And these kids could, their parents couldn't come see them. And so they did like several, several different these episodes. So that was four. Somebody else did four. Other, and they had, but it was like an hour and they had different artists rapping. Then they talked about some pro, they interviewed some pro athletes. So it was interactive. And then they had some folks who were like parents saying, we miss you. We love you. Come home. And they had all that on here. And then they would play it. Man, I had some kids write me. I'm saying, what if you as an artist did that? Hey, straight ahead right. ministry. I got these videos. Can y'all send them to these kids at the school? I'm just saying, that's the that's don't that's the maximizing this great opportunity we have as Christian hip hop is being you know exposed in, in crazy ways, right? You know the other thing is, man, we got to keep being um, being relevant one to the local church. We got to be relevant to the local church, man. We gotta be grounded with. Um, I mean, that pastor may not go on all the tours with you, but you got to find some space where that pastor. I mean, chance go to church on the south side, you know? He go up there, you know. Um, one of my daughters, man, in the, in, in, the, in the Lord, man, she grew up with him at that church. Like, at Easter, you know, everybody going to show up Christmas, Mother Day. He's, he's, at, he's, at, he's at Easter with him, you know, but he knows where, where his root is in that spot, right? Even on his album, he has his pressure on there talking. But it's one of them kind of things where you got to stay rooted to the local church. Because at the end of the day, when everything's done and the microphone shut down, that space that grew you and walked with you, those people in that community are going to be That's there with right. you. You're not rapping no more, is you, baby? You're working at the warehouse. <laughs> baby, you had a good album. Maybe that one album, it boy, brought so much deliverance to my mm-hmm. whole family. Right? Whatever it may be, you know? Two, um, you got to stay grounded in your own walk with the Lord, mm-hmm. man. I mean, this, this, you, you can't read all the press clippings and think that, you know, oh, man, sure, I'm saving the entire universe. Mm-hmm. You know, even if we go to the moon, I'm sharing the gospel on the moon, right? So it's it's one of them kind of things where don't don't take, the ministry with a grip. Take it with a fingerprint. Just hold it with your with your fingertips. Just hold it that way, as God has used you for this moment in time. It's really a short window of time when you think of the span of an, an entire lifetime. You know, you figure you go, you pass away at eighty, and you had ten years of rap, and but you was bogus with it, man. Them next bunch of years are gonna be hell because everybody was like, "You the bogus rapper." You, he was charging everybody a hundred million dollars for nothing. Um, but just thinking through those two elements, being grounded in a local church. And then being able to um, not take the work so seriously that, you know, if you didn't get the concert, yeah, cool. And then, I mean, I remember when uh, I accepted my call in ministry, man, I went to a freaking nursing home. I didn't wait for a pulpit. I said, this nursing home, I said, 
Hey, can I teach a Bible study here? Yeah, baby, come on this day. So I came in every Tuesday and I'm teaching I'm the book of Matthew. And I remember this guy would stand up. I don't know. They had it called a dementia at that time. You see now back in that day. Just see now. You just see now. This man would get up all the time. Go to hell. And then the nurse was sitting right here by the pulpit where I'm teaching from. It was a little little room. Wasn't no church yeah. nothing. Go on here, baby. Roger, sit down, Roger. And then she would just point back at me and keep preaching or keep teaching. Um, but it was like, I had to get this off of me. I had to get this off of me. What this word meant to me and things like that. So never, never lose that part. And that's what I'm saying about holding the ministry, you know, with your fingerprint, man. In 2023, you know, there's so much stuff happening so fast with different artists, man. You got... Uh, like we said, uh, was it Wanda? Yeah, what's Monday, her name? Yeah. Monday, who's coming through? Um, but stay grounded in those in those spaces, man, um, and be real people when you're around real people. Like, you know what I mean? Now, I don't need to go backstage. I'm getting off the stage right here and hollering at the people right here. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what always endeared me in in, in the time when hip Christian hip hop was big in my life. Like it endeared me that I never felt like they were celebrities. You know what I mean? Mm. I felt like they were brothers and mm-hmm. sisters in Christ. You know what I mean? I could go walk right. up to them. You know, they're going to they gonna pray with me. They're going to, you know, encourage me in right. my walk, you know, all that good stuff. Nobody ever felt like. And when I had my first encounter with a with a, with a a Christian hip-hop artist that felt like that, it was icky. It was like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, right. You, right. You know what I mean? Because not because I saw you as a as a, as a a rock star or hip star, star but because I didn't. <laughs> I didn't see you at the right. I saw you with my brother, and I'm like, what? That don't even feel right. right. And so I just always right. try to be careful of myself to never treat anybody like that. But to always, you know, just don't expect that from those of us who say we walk with Christ. And so the decisions we make have to say that, too. It's not just about the way yeah. we interact with like fans or supporters, but also the way we interact with folks who have no clue who we are. Um, how we right. seek out those opportunities, just have our feet to the ground, as you said, Phil, and just be with yeah. the most marginalized, those who left out, those who need us. Um, and not just like at Christmas time and the holiday season and now I'm going to do a benefit card. No, like let's just become right. a part of who you are because the scriptures are clear. Right. Jesus is clear in Matthew 5 that we are supposed to what? See the light and be the light. Let this light shine. Your yes, life child before men, that they may see yeah. your good works and glorify your father in heaven. And so the goal is to see the light of Christ and then go be the light of Christ, y'all. And so that's more than just on the yeah. microphone, real talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dropping bars. So, man, let me drop this on you real quick, man. Um, and being examples in this way, we uh, at our hip hop church, the house, man, uh, one night it was just jam packed. It was crazy. Um, it was, it was Busting. I'm an artist. It was just a God. It was just funky. And um, a young lady came up to me after the service and said, hey, this girl had an asthma attack. And I said, what do you mean? She said, well, I was in the restroom and she had an asthma attack and she was hyperventilating. She wasn't because of the air or the, we didn't have no smog machine or like that, but she was just going through it. And I was there. I'm sort of like, uh, you know, I know some CPR, but I just told her, I said, calm down and hold on to me. So the girl held on to her and she said, follow what I do. Follow what I do. So the girl's trying to hear her, but she's still trying to breathe. So she ain't really to follow what I do. So she took a little breaths and the girl started to hear her, uh, to mimic that. <sighs> and pretty soon, because the girl was able to slow down and had an example in front of her of how to do this, the girl was able to breathe better and got her asthma under control and was able to find her medicine in the dark or whatever. She couldn't find it and was able to breathe better. I'm saying to us, as you're trying to breathe and you walk the Lord, we need examples those examples say, follow me as I follow Christ. Watch this while I'm moving in, in, in this space. We need more examples of that, right? And more is caught 
than what is taught. So as we example, as artists rhyme, recognize that part that my walk has to far go in front of me than, than, than my talk and be that example. So when others can breathe and they can be free in that space. Yo, I'm Pastor Phil, with Pastor Jay, Church on the Block, real talk about hip hop, the church on the street. We'll see you next week. About to get busy. Have a good week. Thank you for listening to Church on the Block, real talk about hip hop, the church and the streets. Back here next week, same time, same channel, Holy Culture Radio, Sirius XM Channel 154. Come with us. Tell us crazy in these streets. If you see God and you're having to speak, 